What up? We are back again today in the studio. Happy to be rocking with you guys. Another week has passed. We've had another fabulous weekend, um, if I might say so myself, of some wonderful Big Ten action. Happy to be with you guys today. This is your host, Tyler, rocking with you. This is the Big Ten Football Focus Podcast. So let's get into it. Uh, got a few things that I want to go over prior to uh, kind of getting into the action that took place this week. Uh, I guess first impressions, they say last the longest, right? And... We've had a couple of really interesting first impressions with these teams, and I want to get into that. So the first one I want to get into is the, uh, you know, I guess uh, first impressions, right? That's what we're kind of focusing on. So at the beginning of the year, we said Michigan, Ohio State, uh, you know, Penn State, they're going to be the top three. We're not even going to worry about that. We said Michigan's going to win outright. I actually predicted that Penn State would finally move to second and Ohio State would be third, followed by Maryland, who would be fourth. And then we said Michigan State, Rutgers, Indiana. Those were kind of the predictions at the beginning of the year. And we've been operating under the assumption that that's what that, that, that's going to be. So put a pin in it on that one. The next one up, we said, Wisconsin on the west side of the bracket. It was going to be in a tight battle with Illinois and Iowa. Okay. We said that Minnesota was going to take a step back. We didn't think Northwestern was going to be as good. Purdue wasn't going to be as good. Nebraska, obviously, right in the middle. We said would be vying for, uh, you know, a six and six spot, but we didn't think they were going to get there. We were like, you know, I, you know, I thought it was going to be four and eight, season five and seven. Maybe one game, one ball bounces the right way, whatever you want to say it, right? Uh, but that, that, that's what we've been operating. That, those are the assumptions we've been operating under this entire time. And when you operate under uh, assumptions, it can kind of get your, 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 you know, vision clouded. And I guess this week is, is very clear of that. So, I made uh, our predictions this week. We went um, on the spread two and three, so it was our first actual losing week of the year. Money line or just outright picks, if you want to call it that. We are four and one uh, with the loss being Maryland, and, and the, that's kind of the where I'm going with this is that I've been operating under the assumption this entire season that Maryland was going to be like we said when they played Ohio State. Can they do it? Can they break through? Can they finally break through? And knock off Ohio State. Ohio State's young this year. Kind of feels like they're in a transition. They have a couple of older guys and a ton of really, really young talent. But they don't have these middle playmakers, if you want to call it that. And so I was like, I I, I was operating under the assumption that Maryland was going to be for fighting for a third place spot, right? And quite honestly, these last three games, they have just looked downright bad, especially coming off of a bye. Uh, and you can't get right against a Northwestern team who doesn't even have, like, it's an interim head coach. They don't even know if this head coach is going to be there next year. It was an ugly, ugly look for the Terrapins. And really, I guess it's kind of just underscoring what they've been in the Big Ten. They've been good, not great. And if that's where you want to land, if you're Maryland, right? If you're Maryland University, that's the the where you're at. Then fine. If you want to go, you know, seven and five every year. But I thought this was the year. Hey, they're going to be able to do it. 
even if they don't beat Ohio, can they can they beat Michigan? Can they beat a Penn State? Can they get one of the big three on that side of the conference? And yeah, they have two remaining, but it just doesn't seem. I mean, it just doesn't seem like they're going to do it uh, with losses. And maybe you can say it was a look ahead game, uh, Northwestern. They came out. They had a better game plan. I mean, you can you can go down these rabbit holes, uh, and you know. Uh, but Northwestern's coming off of a loss against Nebraska. Yes, they were at home, but Northwestern, you got to give this coaching staff credit. You've got to give them credit. They have battled this entire year. This team could have called it quits the very beginning of the year uh, when they when they lost Rutgers. They could have just mailed it in and said, you know what, we're not even going to play. We're going to. You know, we don't have a head coach. We're just going to give up. Give this this staff credit to be able to get to four wins. But I guess I was operating under the assumption that Maryland was going to be good, and they quite honestly just just haven't been anything other than just what Maryland has been the last decade or so since they've been inside of the Big Ten. Uh, but I was really disappointed in in that, uh, and I guess I've got to reevaluate some of my, the assumptions or some of the predictions that I gave because that's what I'm operating under, right? Uh, same with, with Nebraska. I think that I've got to adjust my, uh, my predictions. I've got to adjust the output and, and, and the algorithm that I have for Nebraska because they're playing a lot better. This, this week was the first time and it was against Purdue. It wasn't home, but this was the first time where I was like, Hey, Nebraska's le- like legitimately there. Now, I don't think they're going to go win the Big Ten West. I don't think they're going to be ranked top 25 even by the end of the season. Uh, even if they, they win out, I feel like I'd be hard-pressed to get to uh, that, that 25th spot. But this is a good team, and you've got to temper expectations. And I think the biggest thing, uh, and again, like I said, I've been operating under the the assumption that, you know, Nebraska has going to, is going to be what they have been the last few years. And this is a different team. Now they don't have a lot of talent. This is an awful situation that's been created by the, the coaches previous, especially Scott Frost. Uh, and Matt Rule's just doing what he can do. He's, this is a, a, a wonderful just clinic and coaching. Just coach your friggin' butt off and good things will happen. And, and I'm very impressed with Nebraska. Uh, they were able to pick up the win this last weekend. Uh, against Purdue. Purdue, first year coach. I mean, you could, I guess you could say fairly predictable, uh, where, you know, uh, in, in the fact that Matt Rule has experience and stuff like that. But that was a game that Nebraska probably would have lost last year. And, they bounce back. They get the win um, in 2023. They get it, right? And, and they look, we're talking about Nebraska in a good light because our expectations for Nebraska were like four and eight. And now they're five and three, hoping to get into a, a, a bowl game. So really excited. Uh, that brings, I guess, just so you guys know, our totals, um, our outright, or our predictions on against the spread, 34 and 30 with one push uh, this season. And then just our outright picks are just calling outright winners, 52 and 12. Uh, and that's across all of Big Ten games. So feeling really good, uh, having a really good season as far as predicting outright games. 12 with the amount of games that we've had is, I think, pretty impressive considering uh we've we've called some upsets and stuff like that but uh that was kind of where where i wanted to go and i think that this week really shone through and i've got to now adjust it for the last you know four weeks of the season so let's get into it uh the I want to get into the standings right now and then we'll kind of put a put a bow on it and, and send you guys off uh 
until we get into the Thursday show. Uh, but the big, bright, uh, you know, Big Ten right now, where we're at as far as uh, standings go. So right now, Ohio State and Michigan both atop the Big Ten East at 5-0 and in conference play, both undefeated at 8-0. and uh, Right below them, we've got Penn State at 7-1, and 4-1 on the conference record. Now, Penn State does still have to play Maryland, uh, Michigan, Rutgers, and Michigan State. So, of course, uh, I, I think they're going to roll Maryland. I think they're going to lose to Michigan. I think they'll beat Rutgers and Michigan State, and they're going to end up with a 10-2 and record, uh, but uh, I, that's just kind of my prediction. So I, I think they're going to be right there. They're going to be third. I still think Michigan's going to be one, Ohio State two. Now the Rutgers pick, or the Rutgers where they're at, they're right right now they're right below uh, Penn State, 3-2 and two, uh, conference record. Now Rutgers has an absolute gauntlet uh, to go through. They've got Ohio State up this next week, followed by on the road at Iowa, on the road at Penn State, followed by Maryland. Uh, now that being said, okay, so if they lose those three games, that would move them to 3-5 and five, uh, in conference. And I think they, they legitimately have a shot against Iowa. That would be the best shot. I don't think they're going to be Ohio State or they're going to be Michigan, or sorry, uh, Penn State. They've already played Michigan. But I think they definitely have a, a shot to beat Iowa uh, with a pretty good shot to beat Maryland as well, which would be the seventh, uh, you know, the seventh, depending if they beat Iowa, eighth win of the year. Uh, but they're sitting right there. Uh, but I think that that's probably where they're going to be finishing out. Uh, Maryland up next, they have uh, Penn State at home, followed by Nebraska on the road, Michigan and at Rutgers. So this team... I don't think they're going to be Penn State. They're not going to be Michigan. Uh, on the road against Nebraska, they could pick up a win. Uh, they will be absolutely fighting tooth and nail for that sixth win. I thought for sure they'd get the sixth win against Illinois. Then I thought they for sure they'd get the sixth win against Northwestern. They're five and three, and they're staring right now at a five and four record, uh, which is not where you want to be. Uh, you know, beginning of November, mid November, by the time they play Nebraska. Can they beat Nebraska on the road? I don't know. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of what determines whatever happens this week will determine the outcome of that game, in my opinion. And, and likewise with, with Nebraska, uh, you know, they, uh, what they've got going on this week with a, with a game against uh, Sparty. If they beat Sparty and they move to six and what, six and three, I think is what they would be. Uh, they're then playing for a bigger bowl. There's a little bit more on the line, uh, and Maryland might be desperate there. So maybe two wins left for the Terrapins, uh, trying to you know, move to, to seven and five. Uh, but definitely, I don't know if they're going to pass up for Rutgers. I think Rutgers has a definitely a chance uh, to knock off uh, them in uh, at that fourth place spot. You got Michigan followed by Indiana just to finish off the bottom of the East. Uh, Mich- sorry, Michigan State. Uh, I said Michigan, but I meant Michigan State. Michigan State, uh, they have not won a Big Ten game yet this season. They've got Nebraska at home this weekend. They could pick up a win there. I'm going to be siding with Nebraska. We'll get into predictions on the Thursday show. Uh, but right now, leaning Nebraska, which would move them to 2-7. and seven. Uh, They're not going to beat Ohio State. They're not going to be Penn State, which would move them to 2-9, and nine, with the only other possible win would be Indiana. Uh, I think this last week we saw Indiana playing Penn State. They were playing. Uh, th- this coach is coaching for his life. So many people are talking that he needs to get you know his job and, and all this stuff. 
stuff. We're going to get into that a little bit more on the Thursday show just because I think that he's done a phenomenal job uh, at Indiana considering I believe Indiana is the losingest program in FBS history. So I think he's done what he possibly can do at this at this program. Uh, and so we'll see. But Indiana, uh, they, I mean, they definitely could pick up a win against Michigan State. They definitely could pick up a win against Illinois. Definitely pick up a win against Purdue, which if they do, uh, I mean, that would be three wins. Uh, they would have to knock off Wisconsin this week. Uh, and then, they, you know, they win out and they go six and six. Probably not going to happen. Uh, I think Wisconsin's going to win. Uh, and I think Illinois is going to be playing desperate. And then you've got Michigan State, Purdue, Purdue you know, uh, a rivalry game. So you never know with, with the Hoosiers, but uh, I think uh, they'll be finishing at the bottom of the East. Now looking at the West, the West is totally different. You've got four teams right now vying for the top spot in the West. Now, Wisconsin uh, last, last night lose to Ohio State. It was tough because I thought that they had every chance to win the game. I'm I don't know. I, there was just something there that I thought that they were going to eventually pull out and win. Looking at the the rest of Wisconsin's schedule, they've got Indiana, Northwestern, Nebraska. I think three very, very capable wins, two of them at home, uh, which would definitely, uh, I mean, if they win all three, that puts them, I believe it would put them on the top uh, of the Big Ten West uh, they will be playing Minnesota. So right now there's a three-way tie. Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska, and Wisconsin. Wisconsin has yet to play Nebraska or Minnesota. So they have two of the four remaining of the, of the top four. So they have two of them. They only have a loss to Iowa. Iowa uh, has yet to play Nebraska, but has lost to Minnesota and beat Wisconsin. So they've split the two, uh, with two, uh, with Nebraska remaining, uh, on that one. And so of the, so you're looking at like three, right? So you've got, you want to go to two and one, uh, at least. Minnesota has beat Iowa. They're yet to play Wisconsin. Uh, they did beat Nebraska. So right now, if you're looking at it just from the, from an outsider perspective, uh, because Minnesota has already beat Iowa and they've already beat Nebraska, they would only need to beat Wisconsin and that would, and, and of course take care of business. We're not saying like completely throw it out. Uh, but Illinois Purdue, if we just say, Hey, those are wins for them. We'll just chalk those up. You're not going to beat Ohio state. You're going to lose that one. But on this side of the bracket specifically, you then beat Wisconsin. Uh, that would move you to eight and four. And I believe the golden Gophers would then go through to the big 10 title game to take on the winner of Ohio state, Michigan, which would be incredibly, uh, uh, incredibly interesting that Minnesota got there. Uh, Nebraska obviously has losses to, or their only loss is to Minnesota. Uh, so they still have their remaining two yet to play with Wisconsin, Iowa. Now they are back to back. There is a home and away. I don't think Nebraska is going to be there. I think they're going to lose both of those games to those teams. But if you can split it, like I said, uh, then you'd be one and two, which would put them uh, at the fourth place spot with Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa vying for that top spot. Now, uh, Northwestern, they're just below them at two and three in the big so far in the Big Ten. Uh, Northwestern has Iowa, Wisconsin left to play with a loss to Nebraska, uh, but they have their, their entire side. They've got to play Purdue. They've got to play Illinois. So could Northwestern make a run? Uh, I'd say there's probably less than a five percent chance that they, they could. 
I mean, they, they might win one or two games, but I don't think they're going to uh, make a run towards the title. Uh, you do have Illinois three and five. Uh, they did have a bye, so we'll see what they what they look like coming out against uh, Minnesota. They then have uh, Indiana, Iowa, Northwestern. I think they can beat Indiana. I think they can beat Northwestern. Uh, so this is an absolute desperation game if you are them playing against Minnesota. Same thing with Iowa. These are you know you 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 have very very little room for error if you're Illinois, which puts it tough because you're on the road at Minnesota uh, and on the road at Iowa are the games that you're going to need to split at least one of those two to go to a bowl game this year. Uh, Illinois definitely outside looking in. Uh, as far as the championship race uh, to get to the Big Ten Championship. And then you've got Purdue. I don't want to forget about them, but they've got Michigan, Minnesota, Northwestern, Indiana. Uh, don't think they're going to be making much noise similar to uh, Indiana in the uh, East. So that was kind of just a breakdown of where we're at. We'll, I mean, obviously this week, the, this next week sets up a lot uh, for what's going to be happening. Obviously, Wisconsin, if they look good against Indiana, it's going to set them up for success. Uh, Nebraska has to, has to, has to beat Michigan State. Right now, just so you guys know, just looking, just because I have the opening line, um, they are coming out. This is recorded. We always record like midday Sunday, so sometimes they do. Uh, Nebraska is actually favored by three and a half right now, as is that opening line. So it uh, looks like the books are, are betting on Nebraska to win. Uh, Rutgers in Ohio State. We got Maryland taking on Penn State with only ten and a half opening, which I think is going to move in favor of Penn State, just because Maryland just has not looked very good in the last few days, but. Penn State did kind of struggle against Indiana until late. Got Minnesota taking on Illinois, Northwestern taking on Iowa, and Michigan Purdue. Uh, so that's been this this kind of recap. Uh, uh, what we wanted to do today. So much more on the Thursday show. Of course, we break down and give the predictions. So thank you guys so much. I love Big Ten fans. Uh, you guys are, are so much fun to uh, interact with, to to be able to do this podcast for. Uh, we have four weeks left, and then we've got the Big Ten title game. So, so much more. Uh, we'll see if we can get two more teams, Ohio State and Michigan, into the uh, college football playoff. It's increasingly possible. Uh, Oklahoma did lose uh, to uh, Kansas this last weekend, which is arguably the worst loss. You've got Oregon with a loss against Washington. Washington uh, has yet to play USC and Utah, so there's always a possibility that they drop a game there. Uh, Washington's looked the best, in my opinion, out of the Pac-12. And then as you're looking at the... uh, the rest of the field, you've got Georgia, Alabama just has one loss. If Texas can win, you know, go undefeated and beat Oklahoma in the title game, I think you've got to put Texas as a spot. You've got Georgia as a spot. Could it be a Michigan, um, Texas, Georgia, Ohio State playoff? Uh, right now, that would be my prediction, uh, even because I do think Washington is going to drop one of those games. Uh, and it'll be interesting because... Washington would then have to replay most likely Oregon because Oregon did beat Utah. We'll see. Um, obviously, I think USC's kind of fallen out of the Pac-12 title race. So, um, But if Oregon, you know, if, if Washington loses to Utah or USC and then loses to Oregon in the title game, do you put Oregon in there? So happy that we're going to have an expanded college playoff uh, because four just doesn't seem like enough. 
Anyway, this has been another edition of the Big Ten Football Focus Podcast presented by Lose Media. Thank you guys so much for listening and hanging out. We'll be talking to you guys on the Thursday show. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. Uh, let us know what we're doing right, what you want to hear more of or thoughts of. Uh, had some interesting comments on the Michigan alleged sign stealing. I mean, I guess it's alleged. There, there hasn't been a conviction or a or a findings of the investigation, but I think we all kind of know where that one's headed. Uh, I did kind of give my thoughts, so we'll see what happens. Uh, getting crazy, I mean, even the FBI is involved. Uh, I don't think that story, I think there's there's many more stories uh, yet to come out about what went down at Michigan uh, during that time and uh, so much more. So thank you guys for listening. We'll be breaking all of the games down for this upcoming week on the Thursday show. Be ready for it. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk to you then.